Hello, this is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen. I've been here. This is the Black Country Blokes chewing the fat about everything is mental health, disability and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, and my partner in crime as always, Lee Cadman. And today we're joined by Maz and Tracy from Briley Hill Baby Bank. So we're going to tell you all about the wonderful work they've been doing as well as catching up with ourselves. But before, we're going to go to our gratitude list. Now, I'm always grateful for the community that we have here at the Lions. And we have donations coming in for the Black Country Women's Aid in there. And we had a lovely woman, Julie, who donated some food to Black Country Food Bank. So we went there. My, my daughter's on six weeks holiday today. She was coming up here, doing a bit of exercise. And I said, come on, I've got an air off. So I took my daughter to the food bank. And once again, we saw by Jen, who's been on the show twice. And it was wonderful showing my daughter, who's such a caring, loving kid, a food bank. Mm-hmm. And she's raised money for it with her brownies and with her school and I was showing her, I went, look, Jasmine, this isn't a this isn't a shop. All these shelves have been filled by kind people like ourselves and like like your school and your brownies. And we walked around and Jen was telling her about everything. Okay. But it was such a difference that when I went at Christmas towards in summer, and this is why Jenny coming on at first and she come on the other week. When I was at Christmas, the time for giving the, the shelves were full and you felt so proud to be a human being. This time I'm still proud. But it was a desperate affair. And when Jenny was on last time, they'd spent fourteen thousand pounds out of the kitty. Now it's twenty-five thousand. And they're having to buy a lot more food. I mean, but don't get me wrong, the people are still so generous. It's more give... demand, isn't there, as well as uh, more demand. Yeah, people not being able to afford to donate. But it was wonderful showing my daughter how kind not only the volunteers, but how the public are and encourage kindness. And we only took a couple of cans of whatever, but it was a couple of cans that hopefully feed a couple of people. And that's something to be grateful for, educating the future of kindness. I mean, she's she brought up in a kind household with kind people, but seeing it in play. So I'm, I'm grateful for that, having the opportunity. What are you grateful for? Well, I had a good appointment yesterday at um, Birmingham Children's Hospital for the little one, and she's finally going on the ketogenic diet. Is so, she? yeah, yeah. So um, we're, we're weaning her on that starting next week. But, yeah, I'm just grateful, as usual, for the NHS and, and that the opportunities we get to do things like this to, to help and improve my daughter's life. You know, it's absolutely fantastic. And we was in there, I don't know, one and a half to two hours with her explaining how this, this diet works and, and what ex- we've got to do. Can you explain it to people? So ketogenic is basically, it's um high-fat, low-carb diet. Um, but, it, but because it's, a lot of people actually use it to get fit or, or not get fit, to lose weight. But because it also can help reduce seizures, but you've got to be quite strict with it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, she was going through how we, how we test the ketones, how we test the sugar levels, um, the kind of swaps in meals you can make, 
uh, you know, because obviously you're getting rid of most of pastas and, and potatoes and things like that. So, yeah, it's kind of what can you use as a substitute for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just really interesting. And you know what shocked me probably more than anything? When you're looking down this list and, and realise how many carbs are in certain things that you mm. wouldn't think there were carbs in. Tomato. Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, tomatoes, baked beans. It's mm. it's crazy the amount of carbs in them. So, yeah, if it's, yeah I'm just thankful that we've got the NHS. That's what you're grateful for. Today I'm grateful for a roof over my head. Mm. Um, we've recently, again, rehomed a mum um, due to domestic violence with her her little girl, haven't we? Yeah. And um, yeah, she's moved in. She's feeling really overwhelmed at the generosity of what we've offered her. Um, and again, she's like, I can't believe you're doing this for me. Like, It's a hard situation yeah, because you don't want like, them to be in that, but no. then you're glad that you're able to help. Yeah, she's like, why are you helping me? Like, mm. I don't owe you anything. And it's not about that for us, is it? It's about making that random act of kindness. Um, so I'm grateful today for my house and being able to keep a roof over my head because um, things can change so quickly. And, um, and yeah. I really wish her all the best. We'll support her as long as we can. Well, this is what we sort of when we're doing our support group next door, and we'd sort of, there's a week, well, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. What's been good enough for you? Enough and that's what we started in the gratitude list, or what's been good? And you go, what's good? And went, have you got a roof over your head? When you get to the toilet, does it flush? Yeah. Have you, have you, and I went, you take it, can you see? Can you stand? Can you swallow? Yeah. You take any Did you of have these, a cup of coffee. Yeah. You take it's, any of these things that we call luxuries away, and you've had a terrible day when your toilet doesn't flush. You yeah. get used to what you have and then forget to realize what you do have. So, it's, it's, yeah, it's always needed, isn't it? I think gratitude's great. And it hasn't got to be massive. Just stop at a moment to go in, wow, my clothes are clean, or I've got clothes, or. Yeah. Remind yourself the small things make the big things work. Yeah. Tracy, what are you grateful for? I'd say I'm grateful for my job, working, mm. being part of the baby bank. It's so rewarding um, just being able to relieve the stress and pressures of families. And yeah, it's, mm, it's been a really tough yeah. day, hasn't it, today? To be honest, we've had some harrowing stories. Yeah. So it's great that you actually feel, yeah rewarding and uh, i'm glad to be part of it you know, just before we go into it but you know when you have these sad days let's call them you know when you when you're here in these poor poor situations how do you get through do you see counsellors or do you just bounce off each other i do yeah. um and again i'm not afraid to open up about that because people think well actually you know you run a charity mm. Um, and this is quite a brave thing for me to do, but again, I need to take my own advice, don't I? Um, you want a charity, you're always happy, you're positive, mm. you're always wanting to help and you see more. And actually, reality is that, you know, it can be just as hard helping someone as well. Yeah. Um, so even though trained in counselling and CBT, um, you do need somewhere that you can go as well to to ground yourself um, because it can be really hard. But trust me, you know, the, the good outweighs that. And, and, you know, you do need support around you to yeah. to sort of, you know, digest the day and the week and and the situation but even the carers need caring for don't they 100 percent. and that's where a lot of people go you know what about you ever and it's you you need to have your own and this friend who's listening mm-hmm. 
needing help doesn't mean you need to stop caring but sometimes you need someone to take care of you and that doesn't necessarily got to be a counsellor and obviously therapies nlp practitioners never work wonders for me but sometimes just talk to me old pal yeah and sometimes as much as i love my wife i love her more than god's green apples sometimes she ain't the right person to talk to about certain things yeah that's why i found me old pal up or other people as long as you're unloading it instead of carrying it with you you can move on from it, can't you? That's it, definitely. It's been around the right people as well, isn't it? That can help you through. I think when we moved into the baby bank, um, one of the main re one of the rooms that we wanted to do the community room. Um, uh, so it's it's our support room, really. Um, whether it's whether you work there for volunteers, people could just drop off donations and just let go. Um, it's a nice calming room. We'll take them in there and you know. Sit yeah, it's all it's all like in greens and like you know neutrals, calming. It's it's almost it's a, it's a mini lounge. That's how we wanted mm. it, and um, we wanted it to be so that whoever is part of what we do, um, including volunteers, because most volunteers volunteer because they want to help they've been mm -hmm. through things and they they also need support to be able to help others so again much like everybody we have to learn to look after ourselves because if we if we can't we can't help other people so yeah the the, the move was was really important for that yeah. and to start working in our playroom with um some of our families that have quite intense anxiety in social situations um so that's that's kicking off and yeah it's fantastic isn't it you know the, the group of people we're working with at the minute um we've got um baby massage happening as well haven't we and yes started that today didn't we What's yeah. a baby massage i think my daughter did it for a little bit ringing bells <laughs> so yeah we've got the family nurse tender them like veal <laughs> <laughs> so the family nurse partnership team were training in family massage and they wanted to use our community room for our young mums so this again we're very much holistic yeah. based a bit like you guys talk about get it get it off your, off your chest what's happening what's going around in that head um let's look at sort of you know how we can rationalize that and 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 you know g you up a little bit um but it's a life skill isn't it yeah, and definitely. um you know like especially when we have some families that aren't quite as close as perhaps we were when we were younger um they don't know the skills or how to do that um so it's great that they come in now isn't it and yeah it, it really is it's lovely it's not too much is it? there's no. not too many people in the same yeah. room and then we'll, we'll take them up to like another play group so we've yeah. gone up to stops um tots at storehouse on albion street mm. um so go with them up there and i think you took about 10 12 families yeah that one's a bit, a bit more of a bigger scale um, yeah so they were ready for that journey but because they were in a circle of friends where they felt mm. comfortable and built those yeah. relationships we were it's able not quite to as daunting to go take them a bit further so quite happy now to mm. independently yeah. go on their own yeah really? so how did you get started in uh or baby bank okay so um we tend to find a charity comes from a charity it's really really strange um so I was volunteering at the Briley Hill project, um, which was then based up on South Street, um, and it was um, a food um, voucher collection point for Black Country Food Bank. So we would, um, obviously the vouchers would come in, we'd hand the food bank out, um, and it would be about sitting and just saying, you know what, let's have a coffee, let's have a cup of tea, let's have a biscuit, do you want to talk, we're here, what's going on, because 
we realise that going to fetch a food bank is actually really quite embarrassing for some people and they don't want to do it. But it's part towards encouraging them. Um, and um, so we'd be very much going to sit down, let's have a chat and see what's going on. Um, the one day we had a 17-year-old mum come in um, and she quite clearly, you could see she was pregnant. And... Um, she come in with her family nurse and sat down and sort of went through her voucher, offered her a drink because she she was she was like really hot and sweaty, bless her. And um, I just sort of said, "So, is there anything I can do to help?" And she literally just broke down in tears. A seventeen-year-old girl, and um, we started chatting. And basically, she was from an affluent area um, in the borough. Um, not going to say where, but she was from a well-to-do family. You had high expectations of her. She'd got doctorate literally written all over her. Um, and she'd had a, a relationship, um, and disclosed the pregnancy fear of what her family would say. Um, and at 37 weeks, she told them and they kicked her out and they said, we don't want nothing to do with you. Um, really sad. Um, but she very common as well, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. And she said, I, I I want this baby and I can do this and I will make something of my life, but I feel the right thing right now is to have my baby and if that's you know. So anyway, she was um, put into temporary accommodation and she'd got nothing for the baby. All I could give her was this food bank voucher. And it just felt like I couldn't let her go without doing a little bit more so we just I literally jumped on Facebook and I just sort of said can anyone got any baby clothes can anyone help so we got some bits together um and I run started to ring around the local borough what's available in this sort of situation what what support can they get what services are there and really there wasn't anything other than if there was a bit of money in the social workers fund pot to go and get something then great but we all know that it, that's all being restricted massively mm -hmm. isn't it um so um after my um you know research there were only like 90 baby banks in the whole of the uk um in the whole of the uk whole of the uk um one of them was a franchise which we i didn't feel was the right way for our borough i didn't feel it was right for our area because ultimately you know i'm from the black country growing up all my life in black country um and have a passion for it um so i wanted to not be tightened by a, a uk franchise so anyway looked into it spoke to health professionals made sure that we were doing the right thing how we could make sure we weren't creating a dependency um, and again, based on the fact that we helped to create change, we helped to advocate for our families, we helped to look to make changes in the UK as well. We're part of Baby Bank Network, um, Baby Bank Network UK. So that now is um, a collective of different baby banks throughout the whole of the UK. There are over 200 baby banks now, unfortunately, and um, we're advocating that there should be better provisions and change. They used to do the shore start and things like that exactly. when, when I first was born. And yeah. yeah, all that kind of went. I think they're trying to bring that back now, aren't they? Yeah, Is that so your yeah, a little bit and, of an insight here, I think yeah. I can tell you. Because um, you're going to know anyway, aren't you? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You won't tell no one. Yeah, the, la the launch week for the borough is the 14th of August. So Baby Bank were involved in research with um, local families. So we were commissioned to speak to local families to get their stories and their experiences 
experiences of what it's like to live in the black country, what do people need, what's good about what we do. We did asset mapping to try and find out all the good things that are going on to create that positive vibe, more than focusing on what we're not doing, but taking on board what needs to alter. Um, and um, it was all fed back to Dudley Council. There are five hubs in our borough for families to get support from. So there's one in Starbridge, Howes Owen, Dudley Central, Briley Hill and Centre and Dudley North. And they've realised that the good old Shore Start days were fantastic. Mm -hmm. So let's look at what we can do to bring that back to a family centre, not just a place that you go to if you are having contact visits or mm -hmm. you have a social worker, because actually that's making people feel like they're not good enough. Mm -hmm. So it's all been relaunched and they are going to be called Family Hubs and we're getting midwives back in there, we're getting health visitors back in there, we're getting support services in there. It's going to take a couple of three years for that change, but we've been working on that for about a year now with them. Um, so 14th of August it launches they cut these things they cut these things that make the massive difference and if you take away the heart of the community yeah your post office your pub your police your, station your police station the cashier yeah. at the supermarket where people can't talk they can't have a you lose it don't you and that's mm -hmm. what we, if you if you take these things like you have to have a when you leave here's a couple of clothes here's a couple of nappies it Thank you. If everyone gets it, I have never got. To, I am going to be ashamed. Yeah. If I've got too much anyway, I'll give it to someone else. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll say, say, "I'm all right. You have it." Yeah, yeah. But when when you victimise people, then they feel embarrassed. And when people feel embarrassed, that's when tragedy happens, isn't it? Absolutely. That's when we do. We either we let our pride get in the way, and then we do something silly, or we let it build, don't we? And that affects oh, our yeah. mental health, and then we're drowned in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we've got to be helping people watering the shallow end before they get to the deep end. Early intervention. Early intervention. Yeah. And it's a great word that's thrown around loads. Mm. But you see it care in the community care. And you go, yeah, you, you seem like someone that likes analogies. I love analogies. I love analogies. Can't smell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go to some of these official meetings and I'm not gonna say who, but like literally I'll sit there and I'll be like, they're using all these posh words. Mm. And I'm like, just give it me as it is. Mm. I don't need it wrapping up or dressing or whatever um but yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of analogies i think because it's great for people to, to have that mental image mm. as well um yeah it's good and awareness you know is, is always good anyway isn't it and i think what you guys are doing because the parents when you have a parent, when you have a parent, when you have a child, <laughs> you, you, when you have a parent god you want to put them in home <laughs> when you have a when you have a child it's petrifying, isn't it? I always say to anyone, the daddies and mommies who come up here and I go, the scariest thing in the world, you go in as two people, you come out as three, yeah. and then you've got, you get used to your wife being pregnant, you get, and then you have this thing and it's, you get there and you go, wow, yeah. what do I do now? And I, I, I was lucky enough, we had money, we had grandparents, we had all the support in the world, it was still petrifying. Absolutely. Imagine it is, isn't it? doing it. I mean, parented at any age from birth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've got a 25 year old and a 20 year old, and, and I'd rather have the baby. Every child's different. different. That's right. And it's, no. oh, well, yours isn't walking by now, or yours isn't mine. And you think, yeah. They naturally do when they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. But there's so much shame and blaming, and you find yourself crying at people's opinions that don't actually matter and then you, you've been up all night i remember me and my wife and i love her and you, uh, you go i'm tired you go, you're tired 
Yeah. Head, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've done so many hours we, we, can, we, we can both be tired. <laughs> We're on the same team. <laughs> we can turn on each other. But at least we had each other to turn on. And when you've got all these other stresses of finance, is my house going to be taken away? Have I got a house? Can't Am I living? afford nappies. Can't afford nappies. Mm. I mean, and then all these things just accumulate, don't they? They do. And then it's hard to break it down and see a way out. And that's kind of what we do is we also, we, we kind of, it literally, it's a jigsaw puzzle, isn't it? Mm. it is, We're yeah. part, we will bring in what services need to collaborative working and just help them find a piece at a time um, just to try and make a clearer picture. Not, you know, it's just journeying with someone, isn't it? Like you say, being there for him to just vent sometimes as well. Oh, definitely. Um, but like, when you said about being a trained counsellor, because often it isn't just, well, here's some nappies, here's some clothes, here's some milk. Let's talk about how have you got into short, how can I get out the road, mm. and how are you actually feeling? Yeah. You know, the, the art of having a cup of coffee and a bicky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll beat it. But back in the day, <laughs> you would knock on the door. And go, fancy brew. Mm -hmm. Now we'll send an email, a text message, a WhatsApp, a DM. But that's not the same, of because mm. you clock the body language. You, are you sure you're okay? Do you need to? And then before you know it, you go to the GP and you start crying to your doctor. You start sobbing at your mate. And it's... You've only got 10 minutes to do that with, though. <laughs> yeah, well, if you look at <laughs> no, it. No, no, just respect. <laughs> just throw tissues, just <laughs> Yeah, but again, this is the other thing, you know, sort of like NHS services doing as best they can. Best. But they are battling like triple the caseloads. Mm. I've got, we've got health visitors that we're speaking to that have got like, such high caseloads, they're burning out, mm. and and they need that support. We find that social workers, yeah. I mean, the lack of social workers in Dudley is yeah. actually crazy. crazy. Mm. It's quite funny actually because sometimes like they'll come and they'll pick up a, 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 some goodies for one of their clients and like to help us out, um, and and they'll they'll be like, oh, you know, this has been the highlight of my day. I can I can go and take this to my family now mm. and know that today I've helped them smile, and then you sort of go, so has today not been a great day. Mm. And they just go, oh. <laughs> and you know, so yeah. it's a clear example that while sometimes we can be frustrated with services, we know that they're under also an immense amount of pressure. Um, so just to allow them to talk about that and get that off their chest for the day is good. That's why it? it helps with us being um, with we're doing as much training as we can. Um, I mean, we did the breastfeeding one uh, the other yeah, day. Yeah, breastfeeding so training. When yeah. mum when mums are coming in and we're you know we're having this just general chit chat yeah. in the play group and it comes up. We can we can help them. We can yeah. you know, discuss. We're, we're best informed yeah. is what the terminology. I is. think it's good that it is not. It's not a um, professional. I'm, not, I'm trying not to call you unprofessional, but no, you know, no, you're no, not. No, yeah, yeah, you're kind yeah. of you're doing it as part of a um, a yeah. conversation or a play thing. It's not. It's yeah. not this person's making this. I know what it's like myself and my daughter. You make appointments we have to do, and it's probably similar there. And you just go, oh, I've got another appointment. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Well, actually, yeah. if you're already doing that as part of being somewhere else and, yeah. and doing and that. And the thing is, you know, we, we can have families, don't we, that ring up and say, oh, do you know, I've been trying to do this and my midwife that and this. You just let them get that mm. out of their system and then we actually try and also rebuild that relationship. So we'll make contact with, with services and go, she's feeling like this, this is a bit of a struggle. You know, can we meet up together mm. or when are you next seeing her? I'll come along, we'll see, mm. and sort of just help to rebuild that relationship as well. Um, yeah. that's really important, isn't it? I think it works well um, with it, with that because we, we we try and have that that relationship. Um, 
with all of us. So when we nobody can just give us a call um they can give us a call but when when they're asking for things um on items that they need they can um we would work with the health visitors and that so they have um, to be they have to be referred yeah, to they have you. to be referred to us yeah so um, they can call you up and have a chat all the time yeah. if you if yeah i need 100%. a new cot that you've got to go through 100 so mm. so. yeah. yeah um so it gives us all of us that relationship yeah. then, doesn't it? and they do they do tend to open up a little bit more to us because we aren't classed as a professional mm. and we're not you know we're not as trained as, as as those guys but we know the basics now and we have a good understanding of the, the legal framework and the framework in which we don't ever want to create a dependency on our service it's about trying to help to here you go kev rather than give someone a fish what do we do yeah. we teach them how to fish and it and it's and that's that, exactly you know, it. it's like human interaction which is you can have all the phds and clever words only work if you know what clever words mean oh absolutely yeah. and but if you, if you can talk to someone on their level that's worth all the paperwork in the world isn't it, it is. and if you can get that person who hasn't opened up to open up yeah that's a gift in itself and i think yeah. that's that's yeah. A, a, we are a, lucky actually thinking about that we are we are lucky aren't they? you can improve on it but i think it's a, a god-given gift if you can get someone to talk yeah and it's having that ability to listen and to not to judge and not to and sometimes it's it's tough isn't it yeah. and you're thinking but like what you were saying before about the breastfeeding or the classes some things we go well weren't you ever taught and a lot of time no i wasn't I wasn't taught how to budget my money. I wasn't taught yeah. this. And it's a shave for us too, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need someone to teach you. Yeah. And you know, if you haven't ever had anyone to ask, how are you supposed to know? Yeah. You're not. You're not just born with knowledge. You're not. No. You're given knowledge. Everyone's got to learn, haven't they? And we all have to make mistakes, don't we? We all do to learn. Yeah. Um. And sometimes people just have a real bad run of things as well, mm. and it can be so hard to get out of that hole once you're there. Um. But it is. It is possible. It is achievable. Um. You just need someone to walk that journey with you and and talk you through it. And no. I think whether you walk into the baby bank or the food bank or to a boxing club, yeah, walking through the door is the hardest thing. Yeah, no one's other thing you get there. You go, I don't know, I was worried, but it's that impression of, am I going to be made to feel and look like a fool? Mm -hmm. And that holds you back so much in life. Yeah, and sometimes holding off too long, like going to see a GP, longer we leave it, worse it gets. Yeah. And I'm not saying straight away jump into, you know, I need help, I need help, but it's like be aware then act on it yeah yeah definitely i think as well like so many people are reaching out for help which is great but it's causing a lot of backlogs as well mm. so just to access things like talking therapies can take such a long time and then when you have that assessment um i've got one client at the moment that has bravely took that step to finally you know go to her gp and engage with talking therapies and um she had the appointment and and it's come through yes we we think you, you know you could benefit from some cbt um fantastic that's great so how are you feeling about that and talking her through that um and then we make the phone call to sort of say well do we know roughly you know how long that's going to take um and we we both we all know the answer of how long that could take so it's about supporting them until they can you know time. yeah that's it but us having those qualifications now helps us to sometimes make a bit of a difference quicker and avoid that referral as well for services you're seeing the same kind of 
uptake there aren't your rising uptakes so it's at 86 percent so more. yeah so so far this month we are 89 percent increase last month was 69 percent increase um we're on target by five packs to be our busiest ever months in four years very much like food bank um we're having to dip into a lot of our reserves aren't we to meet the need yeah. um it's crazy and the the increase for one-to-one -one support is 212 percent increase how you how do you cope with that because you don't like i run a business and i don't and i'm not comparing a charity bit but we okay. you kind of allocate where you're going to be and how much that's going to cost you yeah month by month yeah and you don't expect a 200 pound a 200 percent increase in that no um it is hard it is hard um you know we i've been fundraising for baby bank since we started four years ago and it's only been this year that we've obviously drawing a wage now um that's because national lottery are funding us so anything that we raise doesn't go on on, on our wages does it um but um in total um to yeah. keep baby bank running so far to date um we're hitting in excess of five hundred and fifty raised let's keep it going the prediction for the next three years are really scary um but we need to try and fundraise constant fundraising constantly <laughs> and yeah. it's about knowing what's out there really utilizing those services especially the community services um because we we don't profess to be all singing dancing um but it's having that conversation because we're very much person-centered and we're tailored so we don't just go here's a bag of everything off you go our packs are tailored to what is needed what's identified by professionals and ourselves so we wouldn't just give them everything so we wouldn't give a, um, a mom that's expecting um you know Moses basket clothes, a pram, um, toiletries, nappies. We wouldn't give them everything. We'd have that conversation. So what have you been able to get so far? Mm -hmm. What do you have? And then we only give the items that they're missing, which are essential. So things like sterilizers and, you know, um, things to keep baby dressed, warm, clean. Um, we wouldn't just, you know, give them a brand new Tommy yeah. Tippy sterilizer because mm -hmm. a microwave one works perfectly perfectly well doesn't he yeah. um so we tailor our packs so that we make the best use of our money the best use of donations on our facebook page um you know say, yeah, yeah we put on there what we need and the community are amazing um you know they, they will won't they they, they yeah. will just bring it in by the drones we could put a shout out on facebook and within a couple of days we'll we've got what we need that big. it's very very rare isn't it kind it is yeah. in, in that once again overwhelming it, the beauty, because we, we're bombarded, everyone's selfish, everyone, the youth of today, and everyone's... And oh, we go, no, that's not what we experience. But when you see the real average day, Joe, how beautiful and kind they are. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, if you break down in the council estate, they'll share the sandwich because they know how it feels to be hungry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the beauty of the common day, man and woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How generous they are in hard times. Yeah, And we forget that, we lose it. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, just a shout out to... <laughs> yourself the out there. yeah and yeah human humanity mm. you know it, it ain't as bad as people make it out is it no i think again it's that whole outlook sometimes we have to remember 
what we need to be grateful for and re-centralise ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. Although I think it's really easy to get in that negative oh, yeah. thought, isn't it, and that negative pattern. Um, but it happens, and it's how you you try and work out and work through that, um, or just being with someone if it's just is a continual chaotic life that sometimes people just do tend to have to I don't think we'd be able to do any of it though would we without the volunteers we've no. got over 30 volunteers Brilliant. not at all the, um some you know it's one session a week or some are there a few days you know yeah. over a few so we do when we do have to do like annual annual reports and things like that um every, every charity does because if you are a registered charity you have to you know conform to some guidelines mm. and then we've just done our agm our annual general figures and actually we work out that over the year um the financial year we'd had over 60 volunteers help us and they'd actually worked ninety-two thousand pounds worth of time yeah. for us how fantastic yeah. yeah they're not all regular ones either i mean we get work experience goals we get uh, companies that uh, let people go for the day for doing like yeah, the days. Days, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's a mixture of everyone. Some of when we moved into a the unit as well, we had some offering to do bits of uh, plumbing and yeah, yeah painting and, and, and so could just do a Saturday. It was yeah. like a mini DIY SOS, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It, was, it, was it took us three <laughs> weeks to completely repaint, refloor, refit the whole of this unit because yeah. we knew we couldn't get it fit, fitted or done in any other time and we did it over Christmas. Yeah. Um well we did it just before just Christmas. before Christmas. It we was thought we were going to be doing it all too long. Yeah we did. <laughs> but again but yeah, everyone jumped in. Everybody I did yeah. something just, uh, just came for a couple of hours. Yeah. We didn't even know it was not even didn't even know a Facebook uh, I did something okay. similar myself a few weeks back with um a special needs school that needed the century garden okay uh redoing a lot of work in there which one's that you were uh chad's okay. chad's corbett chad corbett yeah in um bronze grove yeah um it's fantastic again the amount of people that showed up and helped out and the amount of work we got done and i think actually more more special needs school needs i know the special needs school my daughter goes to i think they could do with that kind of help yeah um but yeah the uh, the community spirit it. there you know yeah. it was absolutely brilliant brilliant yeah. day and and it was so rewarding after doing it's it lovely, you know it? It, especially for myself because we we've had a lot of donations from my daughter in terms of buying equipment and things along that line okay. and it was great to just give back to another special needs school and, yeah. and kind of do that as well yeah, yeah. What, what kind of stuff do you normally need donating or does it vary? It varies, but our most common, 18 to 24 month clothes, they always really need those because the kids start walking around, don't they, then, and getting all their you know, <laughs> juice they? and filth and rubbish yeah. and running around and holes in their socks and everything. Um, so that's the most common. Yeah. What else would you say is one of our, our top needy items? The toiletries. Toiletries. As in your baby wipes, your bits yeah. and bobs. Yeah, shampoo. The majority of the packs nappies with toiletries just to help get you know do you know what now i'm thinking about it the toy cupboard there again yeah and can they yes. be brand new or is it can it be second hand brand new good quality second hand pre-loved as yeah. long as all the pieces are there yeah then that's fine because we give our items out as a gift yeah we want to help people 
feel like we're gifting, not just yeah. here's a black bag of stuff. Yeah. We wrap it up and it's made into it's lovely little clean. Oh, I saw Ashley on Facebook. The, yeah. You'd put it all in the Moses basket and it looks like a big present, it. doesn't it? Every volunteer, when they get given a pack, they don't know the names or addresses of anybody. That's all secure, secure data with us. But they just have a piece of paper with a, a little boy, how old and what's needed. Yeah. And they trot around the unit, don't they? And they pick what they feel what is like, the nicest yeah. this or the best that and they put it all together and they come in they're like oh you've done the pack now mm -hmm. and they'll make sure even just down to little everyone has a teddy as well everybody mm -hmm. every child has a teddy <laughs> we put a teddy but in teddy everyone. obviously it's got to be the baby safe but yeah. that can be a second hand yeah of course yeah. it can yeah, yeah. I know yeah some cool. looks out, i've talked to people who've had like good good and every charity's got good but i'll say like we're in the Smith and Soldiers Club, and people every Christmas up here are so generous on. They've been yeah. to loads of charities, but in some charities won't have secondhand clothes. But like nice. when they're struggling as it is, mm -hmm. I mean, some people come up with a bag full of brand new stuff, and I think it's beautiful. But then some people go, "I've outgrown this, Kev. Can can yeah, someone else have it?" And I think, well, yeah, isn't and that what you're doing? They, they're probably realising is is sort of reducing the carbon footprint as well. Mm. We worked it out. We we avoided ten ton of clothes going to landfill by providing them. There's no need, and they're all perfectly fine. Yeah. fine. Especially when I, I think about all my children, when especially my first child, the amount of clothes you buy to begin with when they're first born yeah. that yeah. they don't they don't wear. Cause basically, yeah. they're in a baby yeah. grow for, for yeah. God knows yeah. how, how long. Children have you got though? Three, three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, you do, don't you? You you kind of, and it's your first one, so everyone's Everyone, kind of buying yeah. in excess and. Yeah. Yeah. Not to three is our most common. Yeah. I can imagine it is, yeah. 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 But even going back on the toys as well, um, how developmental it is helps them. Yeah. People, and the kids know. haven't got building blocks. No. Mm. So the health of visitors can't always complete the developmental checks or it'll show that they're delaying in their motor skills because the toys are going up again, aren't they? Yeah. Just the price, the price of the yeah. things for the kids to yeah. grab. I mean, I don't know about you. I was quite happy with, like, you know, a, a mixing bowl and a, a spatula <laughs> and a saucepan. We managed, didn't we? We didn't turn out too bad. Children <laughs> 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 um, had imagination, though. Yeah, we and did. We, we were encouraged to have imagination. What I learned in the lockdown, because I had my little girl, we were going back to having fun with, like, chalk and playing. Yeah. and Because... Two lessons I heard about being a great parent. The pair of no and letting your child be bored. Mm -hmm. And what draws me mad is when I'm somewhere and some parents have just put their tablet or whatever and someone else's kid is blaring Peppa Pig. I'm going, let your child be bored. Let your child look out the window. Mm -hmm. You haven't got so to be occupied all the time. Yeah. Allow them to just, oh, it's a stick. Oh, now it's a horse. Now it's a gun. Now it's a... Yeah. And they, mm -hmm. they're little brains to fill their time. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of lost it. Every moment of every time hasn't got to be filled. Yeah. Be bored, be creative, be yeah. beautiful. The great It's thing almost as though like people don't want you to be quiet, isn't it? Yeah. Like there's there's there is goodness in just calm and quiet and thought time. But that that comes down to prayer, meditation, hypnosis, whatever you want to call it, yeah. is quiet. Allow your mind and that, Imagine how many great symphonies and songs and moves have been made just been sitting on the bus going ping. Yeah. <laughs> not not staring at something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we need to allow them to be bored, allow them to be creative. Yes. I think they need to make a mixture of both because how many songs and films have been created because you've heard or watched something. Yeah, but not uh, not as a baby, as a mm -hmm. child. That's so just Yeah, it's like what we're doing now, isn't it? It's going out on social media. Yeah. And that's fantastic. What a tool. 
What a tool. What a tool. But actually, we've just kind of been hypocritical and gone, you need to get off your devices. And <laughs> <laughs> watch this. Watch this. <laughs> watch this. But it's right, isn't it? You yeah. don't, but it's about that balance. It's what mm. we say to people. Time to be occupied. No Time one's saying you can't do something. Yeah. It's about that balance mm. to help you, you know, with life. Yeah. And, and But it's great having these conversations with different people. And this is one of the main reasons why we started. I talk about men's mental health. But having organisations on, there's so much goodness out there. So many great people. But unfortunately, the smaller charities don't always get the pull of some of the bigger charities. And I, I believe like on radio and on TV and on Midlands Today and you guys should be having bigger shout outs. It is hard running a small charity. It is? Yeah. And we've seen because the, the Lions is a, a charity. The Black Country Blokes is a CIC. Okay. But then you, sit, so but then, you know already then. Yeah, and we've been yeah. going like down there 23 and it's... You do all the good work for nothing, but because then you do it for nothing, they expect it. Mm-hmm. People expect it. And like I remember when we used to do like the school holidays and we'd they give us funding to go, we, you've got so many people here and we've got a hundred kids a day, just a number of something. And where, where, where? But we're stopping it now because you're successful. We're gonna go and give it to kayaking on the canal. Mm-hmm. And you go, but it's, we're working, we're getting from the Irish travel, the Romani travel, the Yemeni com- community, the yeah. um, the Jamaican, we've got everyone here under one roof, the Sikhs, the Muslims, all together. Oh, no, no, but you're doing it anyway. But how are we supposed to survive without funding? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, and once we go, where do those kids go? Every ghetto in the country, in the world, where the police won't even go, you'll find a boxing club. Mm-hmm. You'll find that place where people go for discipline and love. Yeah. Not to be hard, to be loved. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. And if you can reach those people, you make those people better. I think we all need our boundaries, don't we? We all need to know. And and sort of, you know, again, through meeting face-to-face, whatever the situation, that's the way forward, that face-to-face contact, that that support network and those boundaries, for ben- sure. Boundaries, what another great thing to teach children, to teach in relationships, to teach in work life. But if you're not taught boundaries, where do you go from there? You need yeah. that lesson, but once again, if you haven't been taught it through your parents, through your teachers, yeah, you need somewhere to learn what boundaries happen, and, and that then falls down to the community. And if you mm-hmm. if you break your boundaries, consequence happen. Yeah, but don't worry, just because you've messed up doesn't mean you're on the scrap heap. You've still got a chance. Yeah, definitely. What a great place to build from than rock bottom. Yeah, what a foundation. I was inspired walking in here today, sort of you highlighting your journey and sort of, you know, just reminding people that actually you can achieve mm-hmm. wherever you're from. Um, in some of the worst places in the world have become, you know, um, there's a diamond that's shone and, and, if, and it's given that hope, isn't it, and yeah. inspiration. Um, I think one thing that we've been part of the last three weeks, which has been an absolute pleasure, um, is having work experience girls in mm-hmm. from local schools. Um, just tell them what we've roughly done with them and how that backs up exactly what you say yeah so we, we've brought them in and obviously we, we showed them a bit a bit of everything that we do but uh, not just that basic things that you think you'd automatically think that they'd know mm-hmm. um what's tax what's national insurance how to budget um so yeah we just went through everything and we, we did like a scenario where so 
you're working this this amount of hours you've got your partner who works that and you've got a child of this age um so this is your income and this is what you'd get but then we'd work your outgoings out and they were shocked. I don't think they were planning on moving out ever, to be honest. No, <laughs> no, we had two of them go, we're staying at home forever. Yeah, and then we did like a, a shopping basket challenge. So we asked them to write down what they have that they take for granted, that they have and perhaps don't understand the value. Um, and it ranged anywhere between... Um, Eighty pounds a month and two hundred and forty pounds a month that these these young people were 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 having off their families without them actually probably realising that. Um, and I think we got it in the bag for a couple of the parents because yeah. they sort of sat there and 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 the coin dropped and they went, "Wow, yeah, like I really appreciate what I am being given." That's um, fantastic work and experience. The one, the one little, the one little girl. Well, she was seventeen. Oh yeah. She went back home that same day because. We were talking about um, you know, this lady that's that's been homeless and the fact that she'd got nothing. And she went home, she went into the camping cupboard in the garage and she grabbed a spare kettle, plates, mm. cups, knives, forks, duvets. And she brought it in the next day to hand over. She asked her mum, is it okay? And her mum said, absolutely, yeah. And she handed it over knowing that she has experienced a work-life situation real-life situations and actually her first thought was i have that at home and i can help someone yeah. and she will be remembered by that family because we've made sure the family know where that's come from that it's come from a young yeah. person that is learning that it's okay to ask for help and and it's it's, and it's okay. Okay. Yeah. i think that won't be a bad thing so you get you, you can do your work experience but we also have to do a week's charity experience as well yeah. going out there and doing yeah. do a week's volunteering and fantastic we'd love, mm. we'd love to do that yeah we, so then we've kind of yeah like Dudley Kane sort of sort of said yeah you know you you've ticked the box hugely for future work experience and we did tie them out as well we, we did they were all like, like, friend had a two and they did a session here I mean like my gosh they really were they weren't some um, yeah their fitness levels weren't great were they um they were tired um, but yeah, I'm thinking about whether it's something we could do sort of during half terms and that as well for our younger people that are about to leave school. So 14 to sort of 17 year olds. Mm. Um, maybe that might just be a random thought because yeah. I do have these thoughts, you know. Yeah. As well. no, I think that'd be brilliant. But, um, I'll show my daughter yeah. up. So, whereas usually people feel, where you feel that it's just, just, we provide packs from 25 weeks pregnancy up to age two. That's not actually exactly what we do, like you guys, just like boxing, just like the men's group. It's a much more than that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's great to work collaboratively. It honestly is. So, uh, you know, it's great that we've been given the chance to come here and have a look downstairs, be re-inspired by what you do. And and by all means, we'll, we'll give out your vouchers, your flyers, Definitely. sorry, information. Um, out to our families and our dads um, yeah. yeah and let's working see if we together can get... as a community it's just and tell people about the free lessons Monday to Friday mixed classes half 10 to half 11 yeah. a.m they're ladies only half 11 to half 12 because some women are okay training with men yeah but some women want to train on their own just with women to so give them the option yeah you know what I mean and that's so for dads do. as well it's for dads yeah, as well yeah. free session all dads yeah, yeah. Yeah. 16 and above 16 and above yeah so that way 
safety and everything else. So we ain't got kids running about. Yeah. But you've got like young adults with adults and they can come and train, be a part of something. And it's not like, oh, well, I've got a box. You learn boxing technique. It's mm -hmm. not sparring. We're not here to knock about. So the only two rules of Lions Boxing Club, I hate bullies and we've got to have good manners. And that's from Fantastic. all levels. You know what I mean? And it's, I have uh, from people with autism or Asperger's down to ex-gang members to, yep. and you're here to be part of the team. And that's what it's all about. And so have you guys ever looked back and reflected on how many people's lives you've impacted? Oh, well, people but say that. But you're constantly going, aren't you? That's part of life, isn't it? You, yeah. you very rarely stop and go, well, actually, what? You know, how long have we been doing the podcast? Like three, four, four, four years. Four years. Four no, years we haven't. I couldn't even tell how long we're doing it. <laughs> that's, that's it all. <laughs> I'm with a coach, and every so often you'll bump someone in the pub or in Morrison's, or I was out somewhere today, and someone just jumped out the cover and I would give me a kiss and said, This is your daughter, or give her. Or you have some good news. Oh, so and so's getting married, or so, and it's it you keeps get, you going, doesn't it? Well, it's when the babies are bringing their babies up here, yeah, and you're thinking, Blooming heck, but that in that lovely when you can come somewhere and they've been from a culture, yeah, where they've only had racism and nastism, and you have always been kind to them, yeah. And I, I always say, Don't give back, give forward. I give it to you because I loved you, so give it to next generation, hopefully. Yeah. And if, if, if everyone's always giving forwards. There's always someone getting the love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think if you can do that, once again, community in, if you do it for pure reasons, it's all worth it. Yeah. You know, do the right thing for the right reasons. Really is. But girls, thank you ever so much for coming on. Um, how can people find you on social media or if they yeah. want to donate? So we're um, we're working on a new website, but we do have one that's really scrolling across the bottom at the moment. Too. Um, so Um On Facebook, we're on there. We're on Insta, or you can give us a call on oh seven nine three zero zero seven three zero double seven. Yeah. Well, I'll find your details, and I'll uh, I'll be sharing it on my personal one and the social medias. Girls, before you go. Have you got any quotes or sayings either from your organisation or any quotes or sayings that have helped you get through life first? Maz, I'll ask you first. Never judge. Simple as it is. Yeah. Tracy? Mine's from Nemo. Just keep swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love I, 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 I've, always, I've always thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep swimming. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for coming on. And guys, for listen, uh, thank you for listening as always. So until we see, oh, we're going to have a bit of a break. We're having a, a month <laughs> off now, so go back and listen to all our episodes. And if you ever want to come on, be in touch. The Lions are having an open day on the 12th of August, so come down to what the Lions Boxing Club is all about. So have a wonderful summer. So until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and one another. Ta-ra a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen.